Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Hi, welcome to the Ex-Mormon Files. Here in the heart of Salt Lake City, I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I appreciate you spending some time watching our show. Tonight, I'm really excited to uh, introduce to you Sherry Wimmer. And Sherry, appreciate you coming and sharing your story. Well, thanks for inviting me. <laughs> well, this should be very interesting. You've been a lifelong member of the church, is that right? I have. I was born and raised in it. My yeah. parents were active. Where, where were you born? Uh, I was actually born in Arizona. My dad was in the Air Force, oh. but most of my life was spent here in Utah. Yeah, so. Okay. Very active family and very active family. The old yes. family home evenings and everything. Uh, you know, we, my parents tried that occasionally. It didn't really <laughs> fly. And they get started, and <laughs> right. then I know how um, that went. <laughs> we attempted family prayers here and there, but yeah. uh, we were active. Yeah. But we weren't uh, by the book. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dad was in a bishopric, I yes, understand. Yes, um, my dad, I think I was maybe in my early teens, maybe later teens, I can't recall exactly, but he was a counselor in the bishopric. Yeah. And um, it it's kind of funny because at that point in time, then appearances really mattered. I remember one time I was wanting to be out in the yard in the sunshine on a Sunday, and so I thought I'd maybe pull some weeds for my mom, and that was a that, big no-no. It didn't go over too well. No, it didn't. It was on a but, but, you know, and we were the type of family that went boating on Sunday. and oh, On vacations. <laughs> yes, on vacations. So yeah, that was... That's interesting. But that mattered when he was in the bishopric. It, it, was, it yeah. was kind of a change <laughs> in our family's life. Interesting. But, and you just, you took seminary, I guess? A, yep, um, I took mm -hmm. seminary um, all four years of high school and graduated from that. Yeah. So. I guess there was never any question the church wasn't true, right? No, in fact, I was I was a a person that others looked as as an example. <laughs> I guess I I really was into the church. I really yeah. believed it and lived it and yeah it just was it's all we knew right, it's, right. I mean, we just grew up with it and it was went to church every sunday and heard yeah. the lessons and everything and just kind of did our thing and then and you actually went through the temple at age 20 before you were married i uh, did what prompted that just to um i i just was really into the church i had a strong testimony that the church was true yeah. and um I, it was just something that I wanted to do at that time, and um, was it surprising? Is it what you thought it was? It was nothing what I thought <laughs> it was. We don't talk about it um, outside, so you really aren't yeah, too and, prepared. Yeah, and nobody right? nobody prepared me for it. No, and my parents no. were very quiet about what to oh, expect. Yeah, they, we um, all are. Really. Yeah, and and we were told to you know it's, it's sacred, right? So and you don't, don't talk, talk about, about sacred things, That's which right. is. I don't know. Interesting, but uh, yeah, it was it was really 
did different. You go, did you go back much after? Yeah, I've always I always had a temple recommend, and yeah. I was you know I I don't know how worthy I was <laughs> yeah. to go, but. I managed to get a recommend every time, so. <laughs> Answered the question. Right, so. right. Are you totally honest in your dealings yeah. with your fellow man and stuff? Yeah, I, I wasn't going on a mission. I wasn't getting married at that time. I just yeah. thought that that would be a great thing to do, so. Yeah, wasn't too much longer that you did get married. Right, about a year later I did yeah. get married. To, um, to Carl. To Carl. We've we actually got, interviewed Carl before. Right, yeah. uh, we got married in the Bountiful Temple um, many of my family couldn't be there with us. I oh, thought that was that's sad. Disappointing, my, isn't it? my oldest brother wasn't active, and so he wasn't a part of the whole wedding. I want to call it a ceremony, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, yeah. So that that was kind of sad, but um, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I always I always felt bad too for family and, mm -hmm. and other things, but there was an element of pride in there. That, yes, definitely. That that kind of bothered me always, but I, I lived it. I was very proud right. that I could go and others couldn't, right. and so on. Did you feel that too? I absolutely did. Yeah, because yeah. I was worthy. Yeah, and <laughs> we judged others all the right. time. Right. Oh, I was. I was very judgmental as oh, yeah. Mormon. I really. Um, Oh, that's I, I that's too. one thing I really really regret. I could have loved so many more people than I did. I could have served so many more people than I did if I had not been judgmental in yeah. that kind of way. So interesting. So you get married and start having a family, and yeah. are you active at this point? Carl's active, and um, yeah, we've yeah, we've just, always been active. Yeah. Okay, so you're serving. <laughs> yeah, and um, I. I was um, what I call a checklist Mormon. I was doing everything I should have been doing, <laughs> paying tithing and um, as much visiting teaching as I could, which was difficult sometimes. But um, yeah, I was just doing everything I was supposed to be doing. I was fulfilling my callings. I was um, yeah. I was in. Um, I was in the Young Women Presidency. I, I can imagine that you'd be a wonderful uh, young woman. I don't know. That was. Person. I think that was one of my least favorites. I, was it? I think so. I, I mean, that you would be someone the girls could look yeah, up to. Yeah, I, probably. I was. Yeah. yeah, I did fine, but I. I never felt very comfortable in that position. Mm. I never felt like that was where God really wanted me. <laughs> um, now I was in nursery and primary and those kind of things. You know, I. I do really good with kids. Um, <laughs> I was in the. Um, Relief Society presidency, yeah, did you enjoy and that? I, yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of work, <laughs> a lot yeah, of work, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I did enjoy okay. that. Well, something must happen along the way here. What what kind of causes ripples in the water, as you <laughs> might say? <laughs> um, you know, I I think God kind of brought me to a point in the church where. I was going just because that's what I had to do. Um, I had to earn my salvation, I guess. Um, you, you know, there wasn't I, any joy in what you were doing. No, I didn't. What? I didn't really find joy. It was. It was just work, and it was. I was not doing it for the Lord. I was doing it because I had to be doing it. I didn't feel any type of relationship at that point. Um, with God, and, and I'm talking about even just a few years ago. But are you saying your relationship with God yeah. or Jesus? Yeah, or I would go to church and um, I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel anything at the temple. I just, um, 
I, I almost just feel like God was bringing me to a point to prepare me for what was to come. So because, you're just kind of going through the motions then. So, right, yeah. right, exactly. So what what kind of things was he preparing you with? Uh, um, well, I think he was preparing me for um, things that Carl was going to bring to my plate. Um, oh. he, Carl had been, this is my husband, had been um, looking into some of the historical things of the LDS Church and um, was just, I could tell that he was just getting ornery and bitter and I'm like, what is going he on? He hadn't shared any of this with you at that point. No, no, no. I didn't really know what was going on. And that, I mean, I picked it up eventually. Yeah. And then um, he came to me and he, he asked if he could, if we could talk about it. And what did he say? I, you know, I don't remember exactly. It's kind of a blur. Did he have a checklist or, or a list of things? That's what I did with Carla, my he, wife. He didn't, he didn't really write anything down. He's got a pretty good memory okay. compared to me. I have to write everything down. Yeah, me too. Um, in fact, after leaving the church, I did make a list. And um, a, a list that ultimately ended up bringing me to Jesus Christ. So, um, Do you remember some of the things, though, that he mentioned? Yeah, so, so he mentioned, um, you know, I was kind of aware that maybe Joseph Smith was a polygamist, but I didn't know that he had married young girls. I didn't know that he had married women who were already married. I, I thought that I was that very either. disturbing. Yeah. But, what, but I could live with that. Yeah. I really could have lived with that. I, you know, it's just if disturbing it just history. Yeah. yeah. If it had been just that, right. Yeah. But um, what ultimately got me was learning about the translation of the Book of Abraham and the Kinderhook plates. That that, those were big for me too. That made me question um, Joseph Smith as a translator for God. Yeah. I just, I couldn't get over that. And then, you know, and then everything else started pouring in and it just, it was wrong. It, it just felt wrong. Mm. And um, for, uh, you feel guilty, you know, Looking, learning these yeah, things. In a way you but do. But you can't avoid it once you're there. Either yeah. you have to accept it or you have to say, yeah. I you, you just don't accept it. It's not... In order to be honest with yourself, right? You mm -hmm. have to... Well, did Carl... Was it disturbing at first when Carl would mention, or your husband would mention this stuff to you? Was it shocking? Oh, it thought, was It was devastating. Yeah. It was really devastating. Um, How'd you deal with I that? I thought I knew... A, I thought I knew about my church, you know? I just yeah. didn't know these things. And whenever I hear people say, oh, that's... You know that's been known for a long time. I think. Well, how did? Where did I miss it? I wasn't ever. I listened to General things. Conference, and, yeah, I, and I didn't. I didn't have books on my shelf that would have been filled with this information. Yeah. So where, you know, I, and I'm not really into researching on the internet. So I just, I didn't know these things. Um, now I think, I think it's all over the place, and I don't see how people can avoid it today. But. And yet, I think they do. Yeah. I think if we... How long ago was all this? Um, I think it's been just over two years now. That's all. Yeah. And uh, so, from the time that Carl had brought these things to me, it took me two weeks of my own, my own studies and um, research to decide that the church just is not a true church because I could not believe that Joseph Smith was a prophet of God. At that time. That's a big so, moment, isn't it? Yeah. Did you have to kind of 
I say the word step back and just kind of look at it in a bigger picture or what did you how did you deal with that because that first moment of thinking well maybe the church isn't true that's right that's big isn't it well I you know I decided it it couldn't be true it's, it's yeah. I mean he was a false prophet you know <laughs> but um yeah at that point I was just lost and confused and I was just left with emptiness I yeah. didn't know what to think I didn't know what to do I didn't know who to tell um, but I I had to find something I had to I had to believe in something yeah. you know and and about 10 years before we left the church maybe even longer we had started listening to Caleb on the radio it's and Caleb is a Christian, music, yeah, Christian mainstream, yeah. mainstream Christian music and um, just beautiful songs. And um, the messages in those songs are just all about Jesus Christ. And you notice that. Yeah, I in guess. fact, in fact, being a Mormon and listening to those songs, they don't always line up with your your theology that you yeah. know, you know, so. <laughs> um, but I did enjoy the music and we went to concerts and... Um, so we had a little taste of Christianity from those. Mm. And we also had certain people put in our life along the way um, because my husband was in politics and um, Christians are very conservative and my husband was conservative. Yeah. So they usually supported him and he knew a lot of Christians and we had friends who were Christians, but they never really talked to us about Christianity, yeah. but they were there and they left little seeds here and there. <laughs> and looking back, you can see um, how that also kind of helped because we had people to go to when, when, you started when we questions. got to that point. Okay. Um, many people don't. Many Mormons yeah. that leave the church don't have that association. I they don't agree. have the Christian music. They don't have Christian friends. And so... Um, Many people who leave the church leave God because they don't have anything to go to. They don't have anything to yeah. anybody to talk to or that's learn from. Or, and so um, I think that's one of the biggest focuses that we have at this point is to try and catch some of those people who are on the verge of leaving the church. and Maybe we can help them yeah. find Jesus Christ in that process. You can see how God was working in your life right. with friends and right. Caleb and things right. that were kind of softening your heart probably, mm -hmm. or at least making the, so that when the message did come, and I, and I agree that it seems like all, all of us that have made this transition, we, we know more about the Mormon church now than we ever did yes. before. And we have found a relationship with Jesus that we never had we never. before, right? Yeah, you know, um, you talk to, I talk to Mormon friends now and they're like, I have Jesus Christ, I know him, I have that personal relationship, yeah. but they, they don't. They don't know that they don't. You know? know. They don't know the difference That's right. until you're in this position and you've left and you're looking at it from the outside. You just don't see it. Yeah. And and they don't see. Um, I don't think my parents even have any Christian people in their whole circle. So of people. so when they, they if and when they would lose the relationship with the church, then they lose. They don't have a, a God relationship right. to fall back on. Right. Yeah. I think that's so important. So I'm very, I feel very, very blessed that God um, had put those things into place in our lives, into my yeah. life. Um, ultimately, though, after, well, okay, so we, we started attending Ephraim Church of the Bible, which is an excellent 
um, biblical church Utah, huh? and it's all about Jesus. I mean, we say that, it really is. Yeah. It's shocking. The worship is amazing. And um, the music, I it was another key thing in my life that, you know, I, I knew this Christian music, but then to go to church and actually hear it and sing it and worship, and worship in, through in it, way, yeah. it's amazing, yeah. just so amazing. I was at the point in the LDS church where I didn't even open a hymn book anymore. I, I tell Carl, if there's a organ at my funeral, I'm going to burn it, okay? <laughs> I don't, I had such a difficult time. I couldn't worship the Lord through hymns that were just dry and sung at a very slow pace. Yeah. I had a very hard time with that because I had been listening to Christian music that was so worshipful, yeah. you know. And anyway, so Ephraim Church of the Bible, but we also wanted to keep our foot in the door with the LDS Church because we wanted to make that transition slowly. Yeah. And we wanted it to be easy on so our kids. So you're going to both of them? Well, we wanted to. Oh, okay. So, uh, for one Sunday, we actually did do both churches and then, or maybe a couple Sundays, but uh, we went in to talk to the bishop and uh, we told him everything that we had been learning. And you could clearly see that wall just in front of his face, like he wasn't hearing hardly anything that yeah. we were saying. He his eyes, to hear. Yeah, yeah, his eyes glazed over and um, he would take a note here and there, but um, in the end, uh, he... I had to be released from my calling. I was in the primary presidency at the time. And I remember we were teaching the book of Abraham. Oh, were you? On, and I, there was a scripture right up on the board behind me. And um, I, I had to be released. I couldn't well, do that and you calling. Knew, and you knew about the book it of was, Abraham. Yeah, it was the book of Abraham. To teach it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm like, if it, was, if it was the Bible, I totally could have, you know, done it. <laughs> Got but, through it. <laughs> But I couldn't, so I, I asked to be released, and of course I had to be released at that yeah. point because we told them everything. Yeah. But um, yeah, so he uh, he asked me um, he asked me to lie to my friends in the ward if they were to ask me why I was being why released from my calling. I was to blame it on my. We have two foster boys that are have physical disabilities and are are pretty demanding when mm. I need to you know i I take care of them and yeah. um, and but that wasn't that why wasn't why you're that being wasn't released. why I was being released. But he I wanted you to say that I couldn't believe that he was asking me to lie. This was my bishop, you know, yeah. I still thought that he was an important person sure. in the whole he wouldn't. Your bishop would not ask you to lie. So I was shocked. I was stunned. But at that point, I walked out of that room thinking, we aren't coming back. We can't come and lie to our friends. Yeah. If, if somebody asks us, we would be willing to tell them, sure. you know, the truth. Yeah. And um, so we, I, I think he was relieved probably after that, that we didn't return anyway. So. <laughs> um, did you ever have any of the ward members talk to you? Did, um, did they ask what happened? No. Yeah, no, I think there's a lot of fear in people wanting yeah. to ask. I think there's a lot of curiosity, but nobody, um, nobody from that ward has come and directly asked us. I, I am, I have some friends that I have talked to a little bit, but um, not in the kind of way that I would try and talk to my family yeah. or, you know, somebody who was really really close to me. You know. <laughs> well, so did you get to a chance to talk to your dad or your parents about what um, you were? So, 
So a couple months after that, uh, word was out that we were going to be interviewed together as a couple um, by the Sol Salt Lake Tribune. Oh, the newspaper article. Yeah. Right? What year? When did that come out? In um, case anyone wants to look that up. 2013. It was a wonderful article. It had some great pictures and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they actually came out to the church right. and took photos at the Ephraim Church right. of the Bible. Um, anyway, word was coming out that that was going to come out and. Um, but oh. I hadn't told my family, oh. so I needed to tell my family yeah. right away that we were we had left the church. And so I wrote up this letter because I'm a letter kind of person. I can get all my words down and have it make sense in yeah. a letter. Yeah. So I um, wrote this letter and sent it through email. And after I sent it, Carl's like, it's April Fool's Day, Sherry. So oh, I, no. I, yeah, I had to follow it up with a letter saying this is not a joke. Oh, dear. But um, my family was devastated. My parents, um, they, they couldn't speak to me for about a month. And I think it was because they just didn't know what to say. Yeah. I think they were so heartbroken mm -hmm. over the fact that their daughter, I mean, I was the good child, you know. Yeah. <laughs> How could I? In fact, I I think they they fully thought it was Carl's fault completely, sure. and they blamed him. They, and they really didn't did. Probably so. ask any questions or no, go into details. No. Well, gosh, I think we're running out of time oh, already. No. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> I did want to ask you though about the things you feel now about. I know you've mentioned the music and the worshiping Jesus, and that is different, isn't it? Yes. Compared oh, it's, to your it's amazing. time as a Mormon. Grace, did you understand grace and works as a Mormon? Uh, no, I had no idea. I mean, I thought that we had to earn yeah. salvation. I, I didn't, it's, you know. It's all about what we do. Right. What we're doing. Right. But, you know, if I were to share one thing with um, family and friends who were able to watch this, hopefully yeah. someday, um, I would want them to learn to trust the Bible because the Bible... It's either all or nothing. I mean, either you believe the Bible or you don't. And you can't just pick and choose certain verses out of the Bible yeah. and um, say, okay, that match that aligns with my... my Mormon thinking. Yeah, my Mormon thinking. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that makes sense. And this, no, that doesn't align, so that doesn't matter to me. Yeah. And just ignore it. You can't do that. It's all or nothing. I and yeah. um, either you trust the Bible or you don't. And... I tell Carl all the time, I'm like, why, why do they even have the Bible? Because you, I try to quote the Bible to them and they don't hear it. And they anything don't. that doesn't line up, it just hasn't been translated correctly. I guess so. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. just don't. I actually went through and made a list of all my missionary scriptures mm -hmm. after I came out and started looking at what, the, what they really were in context. I was really surprised. I'd challenge yeah. anybody to do that, but... Uh, so your family has uh, still probably not. It's been awkward, or yeah, it's very awkward. We um, we don't talk about faith, religion at all. Yeah. Um, they will make comments like, "Oh, we did this at church, or this at church, or whatever." And I'll I'll kind of we've invited them to our kids' baptisms, and they've come. Oh, good. So that's that is good. That's a step in a good direction. Now you were telling me an interesting story that your father was teaching. Yeah, my, my dad is the gospel doctrine teacher in his word, and I asked him if I could follow along. And this this year, um, they're, they're discussing the New Testament. Anyway, I thought that he thought maybe I would get something from it and um, return to the church because I would hear the truth, the you know. Truth, but yeah. 
But instead, I, every week I do a write-up on, I read his lesson and then I write up what I learned from the Bible from those, from yeah. that lesson, you know, that they're discussing. Yeah. And I send it back to him. Well, it's highly offensive. The Bible is very offensive. Oh. And um, the things that I tried to explain, you know, this is the way that the Bible is explaining this. It's not me explaining yeah. it. It's the Bible. It's the Word of God. Right. Well, it doesn't match up to their thinking, their Mormon thinking. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah. they're not really reading what Anyway, they are Yeah, they're no longer <laughs> yeah. reading it. I think they're just too offended by it. But they know that I'm dedicated to it and that they, I really, really care about them. And yeah. so I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to give up. They know that. So Well, Carl, Carl must have been thrilled for you to respond the way you did because some spouses sure. don't. And yeah. so for you to, to be willing to learn and look, that right. must have been really encouraging for him. And your children, are they... What do they think about going to church? And um, they love it. You know, um, five years ago they fought. Sunday morning was a complete disaster in our to house. Get the kids to it was awful. I was thinking about this last Sunday when we drove to church, and Carl is working on Sundays this summer, and so. I had the kids by myself and I thought how wonderful that morning went where they were just so cooperative and so easy to get out of the house and they were to so to excited to go to church. Really? It was just wonderful. I've heard that before. We, yeah. Our children were raised when we made yeah. this transition so I didn't get to experience that. But I've heard others say that the kids are excited and they come, they talk about Jesus right. and it's all about Jesus and the Bible. Isn't that yeah. wonderful? Yeah. Oh, it is. And your personal life, the guilt, do you feel a freedom now that you didn't feel before? I do. I, um, I mean, the sins that know, we commit and Right. You know, um, I think it's Romans 8.1 or 1.8. <laughs> I'm terrible at memorization, but there's no condemnation in those who are in Christ Jesus. That's and so, right. you know, I am forgiven. I'm forgiven for my sins, my past sins. I'm forgiven for um, my future sins. I, I'm forgiven. That's and a freedom that, that we don't... And, and it's not a freedom to go and sin. No. It's, it's a freedom for me to want to serve the Lord and to do good yeah. because I love Him. And, and He's in my life and He has changed my life in so many positive ways. And He's changed our family's life. And He's changed... Even my husband is a complete new person. You've noticed um, a change in yeah, here. Isn't that wonderful? And, and we talked about pride and judging others. We right. just have a freedom to, to love people, love God, and to yeah. worship Him. He's such an awesome God, and it's I amazing. did never sense that as a, as a Mormon. Well, yeah. Sherry, our time is oh, up. Okay. You're such a delight and such a Thank wonderful you. story, and I'm, I'm so grateful that you and Carl are able to do that together, and I yeah. praise my wife, Carla, for being willing to do that, uh, too. It's tough, but yep. it's sure worth it, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon.